welcome to Australian Women Preach, a podcast that aims to raise women's voices in preaching the gospel. Our intention is to model the church we want to be, inclusive, diverse and welcoming. Brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church and The Grail in Australia. Hayes is a minister of the Uniting Church in Alice Springs. She's lived on the lands of the Arenta people for 12 years and loves walking alongside and learning from the Central Desert people. Emily and her husband also lead a local soccer club to create a safe place for women, the LGBTQI community and people from diverse backgrounds. Good morning. I'm speaking to you from my home in Alice Springs. I begin by acknowledging this country, Mbantwa, and I give thanks for it. And I give thanks for the Arunda people who have been and continue to be custodians of this land on behalf of our creator. I also acknowledge any First Nations people from other language groups who may be listening to this. I also begin by remembering not just the place I am in, but the season we are in, Advent. This time, as many listeners will know, is the first season in the church calendar. It is the time we put aside to wait. The church does not begin its year, its telling of the sacred story of redemption with Christmas, not with celebrating a birth, but with waiting for it. We begin not with a big noisy New Year's party, but with waiting. Why? Because learning to sit and to wait for God is serious spiritual work. It's in the waiting that our souls grow quiet and contemplative. It's in the waiting we cultivate a capacity for awareness by which we can discern what God is doing. The wait is no easy task in today's world that is driven by impatience. We are always busy, always in a hurry, always trying to get to the next thing faster than everyone else so as not to be left behind. Almost every new technology is trying to help us wait less. Streaming services mean we no longer have to wait for our favourite TV show. 24-hour news means we don't have to wait for the next broadcast to be up to date. Many matches mean we don't have to wait for the goals. All this gives us the illusion that everything comes easy, that somehow it is possible to speed past darkness to the safe certainty of light. But this year has taught us how impossible that is. We have had to wait and we have struggled to accept that. We have demanded that things happen faster, for lockdowns to end earlier, for vaccines to come quicker and easier, for our lives to return to normal now. We were so sure that 2021 would not be like 2020, but it turns out we were wrong, and who knows what 2022 will bring. The Christian calendar, with its times of waiting and fasting, invite us into another way of life. Debbie Thomas, in one of her weekly essays at journeywithjesus.net, writes, Advent reminds us that necessary things, things worth waiting for, happen in the soft, fertile dark. Next spring seeds break open in dark winter soil. God's spirit hovers over dark water, preparing to create worlds. The child we yearn for grows in the deep darkness of the womb. And today is the second Sunday of Advent, and we are reading from Luke 3, 1 to 6, about the man we now know as John the Baptist. 
every year, whether we are reading from Matthew, Mark or Luke, season of Advent gives us John, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Clothed in camel's hair, eating locusts and honeys, he doesn't make the Christmas cards. He's no friendly Santa or nicely dressed wise man bringing gifts. No, John brings a message of repentance, a message that things must change. We must change if we are to see the salvation of God. He's not comfortable, but every year at this time, the church remembers him. We must wrestle with him and his message, it seems, as part of our waiting and preparing for Christ's coming amongst us. Today's passage is only six verses long and the opening three verses, one third of the passage, is given to placing John in a particular time and place. There is something striking to me about that. Celia Kemp, author of resources such as Into the Desert and Voice in the Wilderness and member of our church, recently reminded us in a sermon. Today we live in a particularly unplaced society, in a particularly unplaced time. We have permanent online connections which mean we can access words and images and sounds from any place. It is normative to move frequently for work and holiday purposes. It is quite possible to not really be connected to a particular time and place at all. 21st century Australia seems to believe that up is always better and somewhere else is always better. And as we move upward and ever onward, we think that we are living in every place. While there are good things about this, I think we need to acknowledge that as Celia says, we are at grave risk of living in no place. And that this pull upward and somewhere else disempowers and silences Indigenous peoples. They, like John, like scripture as a whole, are thoroughly placed in time and rooted in the ground. John, Luke tells us, was not born out there in the wilderness. Rather, John was born of a priestly line. His father belonged to the order of Abijah and his mother was a descendant of Aaron. John was not an outsider by birth and yet he chose to go out into the wilderness around the Jordan to proclaim a baptism of repentance. Luke 1, 68 to 79 is also included in today's lectionary readings. In these verses, John's father, Zechariah, prophesies that John will go before the Lord to prepare his ways. While he was too young to hear the prophecy himself, John must have grown up knowing about it. And yet he did not go into the temples or the palaces to do this preparing. Rather, he went into the wilderness. It seems he knew that he had to get away from the centres of power to prepare and to wait for God. And it seems he was right when God finally did break into history through the incarnation who discerned what God was doing. Not the priests, Pharisees, emperors or kings, but the shepherds and wise men staring up at the stars and keeping watch by night. To some, it might have seemed that they were doing nothing of significance, but it was they, having learned how to wait in silence, who found their way to Bethlehem, to the seemingly ordinary young woman and her child in that obscure place. I would like to finish this reflection with the words of a First Nations woman who has had a profound influence on me. 
one of the wisest, most grounded women I have met, and Australia has now recognised her as Senior Australian of the Year. Miriam Rose Ungermin Bauman of the Daily River. In her well-known piece about Dadiri, Miriam speaks of the gift of waiting, the gift of the wilderness. She says, and now I would like to talk about the other part of Dadiri, which is the quiet stillness and waiting. Our Aboriginal culture has taught us to be still and to wait. We do not hurry things up. We let them follow their natural course like the seasons. We watch the moon in each of its phases. We wait for the rain to fill our rivers and water the thirsty earth. We watch the bush foods and wait for them to ripen before we gather them. We wait for our young people as they grow stage by stage. When a relation dies, we wait a long time with the sorrow. We own our grief and allow it to heal slowly. We wait for the right time for our ceremonies and our meetings. The right people must be present. Everything must be done in the proper way. Careful preparations must be made. We don't mind waiting because we want things to be done with care. Sometimes many hours will be spent on painting the body before an important ceremony. We don't like to hurry. There is nothing more important than what we are attending to. There is nothing more urgent that we must hurry away for. We wait on God too. His time is the right time. We wait for him to make his word clear to us. We don't worry. We know that in time and in the spirit of Dadiri, that deep listening and quiet stillness, his way will be clear. We are river people. We cannot hurry the river. We have to move with its current and understand its ways. And we hope that the people of Australia will wait. Not so much waiting for us to catch up, but waiting with us as we find our pace in this world. To wait, to go into the wilderness, to go down and ground ourselves in the earth rather than just ever upward is the invitation of Advent and of John. I think it offers the possibility of bringing profound change in our nation's heart. This Advent, may we heed this call rather than the world's call to more busyness, consumption and anxiety. And may we see the salvation of God break into our world. Amen. You have been listening to Australian Women Preach, brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church, and The Grail in Australia. You can find out more about WATAC at watac.net.au and The Grail at grailaustralia.org.au. The music in this podcast is from the song Truth, from the album Into Silence, by songwriter, musician, theologian and teacher Danielle Ann Lynch. You can hear the full version on Spotify. Spotify.